Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. We want to continue our series of podcasts called Shields Up. This past Sunday, Pastor Mel Walker and I spoke on the topic of a proper church from 1 Peter chapter 5, and we talked about how important it is for elders and pastors to do their job properly, to lead and shepherd the people in their charge that God has given them in a proper fashion with humility. We also talked about the exhortation Peter gives us to drape ourselves and clothe ourselves, all of us, with humility and to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time he can exalt us. So we spent most of our time speaking about how to do church properly, how for the leaders to act in a proper fashion, for the church members to act in a proper fashion. The thing I want to think about today is, as I thought about this for several times, even myself and Pastor Mel have had many conversations about it, is how church has become so devalued. Our message on Sunday was, how can we do church properly? But I think there needs to be a conversation about church and the value of church in order for the proper church thing to make sense. We need to understand the value of church. And so I'm actually going to podcast today with my dad, Pastor Mel. He's going to join us today and he's going to give us his thoughts. And I want to start here. You can interject whenever you feel necessary. But I want to start here. I want to start with how 20, 30, 40 years ago, church was so important to us. It was such a tent pole in our lives as Christians. And we had several gatherings a week. We had at least three to four gatherings a week. And whether they were handled all properly or not, whether they were all profound gatherings or not, church was a staple of our lives. And we all found it very important church was priority. If there's any sort of rival, generally church would win out because church was more important. Well, what happened, I think, 20, 30 years ago is we started to ask questions. And I think the heart and the mindset behind the questions was good. I think we wanted to know why we have spent so much time debating music styles, why we have put so much attention on the style of the service or the dress code. And we started to ask questions like, why are we doing it this way? Why does it have to be done this way? This isn't biblically based things. These are things man just thought was important. And I think the idea behind the questions was good. But what I think happened along the way, and this is where the devil kind of comes in, is he got us to throw the baby out with the bathwater. He got us to swing the pendulum from, yeah, why do we do it this way? And why has church become this way? To why do we even gather at all? Why don't we just trim this down to one Sunday morning per week, make it this little service, and that's plenty. And again, this is from my perspective. I don't know if you have all had the same perspective I had, but I know Pastor Mel and I have at least synced up on this to some degree, that church has become a footnote in our lives now. It's not a staple. It's not a significant thing. It's something that we do when we feel like doing it. And if church has a rival now, whether it's work or homework or a school event or a sporting event, or we didn't sleep good the night before, or we have any sort of ailment, church is going to take the hit because it's not that important to us. And I want to know what happened there. Was there something that we did that we should have asked better questions? Did the devil again get us to swing the pendulum? And I'm going to sort of toss it now to you, Pastor Mel, and your thoughts on this and maybe some of the things that you've seen and maybe some of the things that we can help ourselves get back to where we should have been 20 or 30 years ago. Yeah, Pastor Todd, thank you. I probably can talk about this because I'm old enough to have gone through some of these battles in uh, in my life. I think you're right. Your question was, has Satan made a swing the pendulum? And that's probably it. You look in scripture and Satan is always going to attack or devalue what Christ thinks is important. And Christ obviously thinks his church is important. In Matthew, he says, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Church was a top priority to New Testament believers. Yeah, and I'm afraid it's not that now. When I was a kid, I mentioned this briefly on Sunday in our message that 
I grew up in a family that was not a ministry family, but church was the top priority. We did not miss church. And a typical Sunday meant go to Sunday school, early Sunday morning. My dad often was in meetings before Sunday school or had to clean up or something. We went to Sunday school. We went to morning service. Sometimes there were things in the afternoon. Then there was youth group on Sunday night. Then there was an evening service. And then there was things that we did after the service. And I think after a while you went, that's just too much. Well, in a few short years, the pendulum has switched to now where church usually means one service in the morning. And I'm kind of an observer of cultural trends and research. And George Barna of Barna Associates Research says that even today, the people who claim to go to church regularly actually only go to one service once a month. I think that's been the pendulum that you talked about. Pastor Todd, the other thing you talked about is I think Satan has got a victory because in my generation, those things, externals, wearing uh, suits and ties on Sunday mornings, uh, singing hymns and those kinds of things were big, big deals. And current generations, those things aren't big deals, but there still are big deals. And I think that's the thing, is when church became entertainment, when church became too casual, I think those things became issues to the current generation. And my work and and my study has been often with young people, as everybody knows, and, and helping parents with their students. And the number one time that people walk away from God and quit going to church is after they graduate from high school. And I'm wondering, just to shoot straight and be honest, if part of that is that we have made the church not a priority enough in our lives. And I think Christ wants us to commit. I think Christ wants us to raise the bar in discipleship. And I get it that there's always going to be things that we don't like. But we don't go to church so that I'm happy. We don't participate in church so that Mel Walker gets his way. It has to be for Christ, and it has to be because this is what God wants us to do to build those spiritual disciplines into our lives. Even the idea of church, at least from my perspective, and you're older than I am, but for the time that I've experienced church, church was a place, it was a building, it was a service, it was some sort of event. And you look into scripture, church is always a people. It's always a family. It's always a person and a place that you have to have in your life in order to succeed in in the Christian life. And was it always that way for you? Did you get that sense when you were in high school and growing up that church was something you did versus a people group that you sort of did life with? Did it go back as that far? I'm going to say no. Here's why. I think when I was a kid, I did a lot of other things. I lived for myself and I did a lot of things that I wanted to do, like sports and those kinds of things. But Church was so important that my best friends were other kids in the youth group. The people that I hung out with, people that my parents Mm -hmm. hung out with were church people. We did life together. And I think like one of the things that our church here at Wyoming Valley Church loves to do is church luncheons and get together, picnics, things like that. I think that that's a good thing. The more we do life together, the more it's church. Now, in the New Testament, you know, they were fighting persecution and they had to get together for other things. But there's many references about, uh, you know, every day or door to door or those Mm -hmm. kinds of things where church did dominate their life. And I think that's the missing thing. But I think we can get it back. I think as we preach the word and as God uses his word in the hearts of lives and as we emphasize the things that the Bible emphasizes, fellowship, evangelism, worship, service, those kinds of things, that uh, the church can be what God wants it to be. Definitely. I want to get it back where it's this family type of atmosphere. I mean, back in the day, at least from my perspective, we were so concerned about how the service went and what kind of music we had and what we wore and things like that. It never felt to me like a family. I saw the same people generally every Sunday morning because we always sat in the same place, but we never got any deeper than, hey, how's work going? How was your week? 
it never got any deeper than that because like you said, it was only about an hour and most of that hour is being spent listening to the pastor. But we had to do every single thing in that hour. And those people to me didn't feel like a family. But as I look into scripture, I sort of long for the idea of church that it says in scripture that we depend upon one another. There's strength in numbers. That this is our family. That if we don't have our family, we're not going to succeed. And I, I agree with you. I don't want this to be a Debbie Downer podcast. I want this to be how can we improve this? And like you said, the things that God says we should focus on is how we get it back to what it should have been. But maybe we can help ourselves by changing our language and seeing church as a people because God always intended church to be that. We don't have a word today for the building that we gather in, so we call it the church. And I don't know if that's wrong. I'm not going to harp on that entirely, but I do think it's probably dangerous because then we start seeing church as a building and a place that we gather versus the actual people that we gather with. Right. And that's really important for us to have a family. And I, I want, as a pastor, to sort of get back to the idea that we have to have our family in our lives. Yeah. And I have that physically. Family, to me, is important. If I'm not spending time with my wife and my children and my parents, then my week is impacted by that in a negative fashion. Yeah, Pastor Todd, I think you're right. I come back to this, but I God has given me an interest in trends and culture and those kinds of things. And I think more and more that as Christ tarries, the church is going to have to be a family. More and more, people are struggling with dysfunctional families and needs in their own lives, their physical families, and so on. And I think the church is going to have to be that family where, in a sense, we adopt or we build strong relationships with God's people. No wonder that the Word of God calls the church things like the family of God, the household of God, because I think that, and I think that we're going to have to operate more and more as a family, and that means struggle together, live life together, pray together, you know, worship together, those kinds of things, a whole lot more than just uh, for an hour every weekend. Is there a way that we can get back to where church is a staple and a tentpole to, as we sort of started this podcast, to where if it's rivaled, church is so important to us. Is that something that you have gained again in your life or have seen in your life sort of swing the other way to say, wait a minute, if we don't have this, if we don't have one another, we're not going to succeed. Is that is that something we can do to change or is that more of like a gradual approach. Would you say there's any sort of tips and helps to, let's say individually, because I know corporately we have to do the things properly. We have to first get together and we have to handle the things properly. But is there an individual way for us to start prioritizing what we call church as most important in our lives? Yeah, I think you're right. What you just said, that's where I was going to head to answer your question. And that is, I think corporately, the church has to do things that are the most important which is preach the Word of God, you know, worship, serve, Mm -hmm. like Ephesians 4, those kinds of things that are biblical priorities instead of just fluff things. But your question was more pointed than that. And I think that in our families and our own personal lives, it's time to commit. It's time to step up. I'll be real honest with you. I know this is recording, but it comes back to Mel Walker. Am I willing to commit that church is going to be that top priority, that I'm going to say no to other things in my life? Because I know I have the conviction, I am convinced in my heart that God wants me to participate in his church. That's what the word of God teaches. So I'm going to commit to that. And I know that that means put other things on the back burner, like work or homework or whatever. And I know that this can get pretty convicting and I'm I'm not the Holy Spirit. That job's already been taken. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that we, in my family and with our, with our children, my wife and me personally in my schedule, Pastor Todd, I'm not going back to that legalism. You have to do this checklist to be right with God. What I'm saying is commit to the things that Christ 
says are priorities in his word. And I think in the long run, that commitment's going to show up in their lives and even then show up in the lives of our kids. The way that God instituted it is through the church. Church is not a fad. I mean, we've had a lot of fads in the church. We've had styles of music and styles of what we wear and stuff like that. That stuff is fads and styles, but the church itself is not a fad or a style. The church is something that God instituted to be his permanent place where his people grow and mature. I would even liken it to like a greenhouse. It's the place where souls are most apt to grow and most apt to become mature in Christ. And we can't do it without the church. We live in a modern day and age where you can fire up a sermon on YouTube. You can listen to your own worship music. You can sort of have some semblance of church without the church. And that's why I think this is so dangerous because church is not a sermon. Church is not a music. Exactly right. Church is the people. You can't do without the people. And so going back to what you said, if that commitment level is not there, then we're never going to succeed. We're always going to putter along. In in Western culture, we believe that the rugged individualism is, it rules the day. And the church is a community. God intended the Christian life to be lived in community Mm -hmm. and family. And that's a great reason why it's so important. This podcast today was more about exploring this and, and getting the conversation started. I think this is a conversation we need to continue to have, and we need to have the right spirit with it because we don't need to be knocking things down or acting like this is a Debbie Downer podcast. We need to help improve it. I think maybe what the, the pastors of generations before us were hoping to do was improve it, was shake off the stuff that wasn't important and actually focus on the things that were important. And I want to get back to the conversation and get it off clothing styles and music styles and get it on things like Amen. you mentioned. Amen. Preaching and gathering, and evangelism, and prayer, things that are tent poles to a proper church. But I don't think any of that is going to happen unless you and I, all of us, have the commitment level we need towards the things that God says are most important. And church is at the top of the list. Yeah, we've got to say, I I need this because of the benefit for me, but also because this is what Christ wants me to do. Amen. And so we're going to continue this conversation here at Wyoming Valley Church. I hope this has at least sparked some sort of thinking in your own mind to question your own commitment level to the church and how we can improve that. But I hope to continue this conversation. And I hope, honestly, like we started the podcast, to put our shield up because I think the devil has so devalued something that he knows is such a threat to his kingdom, which is the church acting like the church. So I hope this is a blessing to your soul. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.